Wow. <laughs> Welcome back once again, everybody, to the Show Dependent Podcast. The voice you are hearing right now is Kayla. <laughs> and with me, as always, my beloved and lovely co-host, Eddie. Uh-huh, yeah, that's Stop me. Stop scratching your beard and say hello to the people. I just said hi. I said, yeah, that's me. That's not saying hello. Hola, everyone. There you go. Como wow. esta ustedes? Wow, I'm formal. Treating y'all with respects. They don't deserve it. No, nah, probably not. Not many people do, to be honest with you. Valid, valid. A lot of people like to think they have respect. They deserve respect, but no. I I opened up a new sub genre of music, which oh. um, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't know existed, but it's like vaguely religious, black, inspirational, higher vibration music. What the hell is this <laughs> word garbage? <laughs> this is jumble. So, what? <laughs> so Spotify like threw me a ton of songs today that mm-hmm. were like. And you could, I, I, you know, you can tell somebody's race based on their voice a lot of the time, but I swear 90% of the time it was a black man or a black woman <laughs> wow, speaking what a, what a to music. You put on this podcast. Vaguely, vaguely rapping, sometimes just speaking to a hip hop beat, which was motivating and inspirational. It's like, well, I'm raising my, I don't FGM know, poetry? I guess. And coming up next, we got words from DMX. Well, it was like it was like either that, or it was like good vibes only EDM. That's like we're all on the same plane of existence, and the highest <laughs> oh manifestation God. of that is love. And then it would drop a sick fucking beat, and I was like, "Yeah, this is actually pretty fun. I'm yeah. enjoying this." I don't know how I ended up on the black side of things because I am not that demographic. But maybe it's because I've been listening to a little bit of Hamilton. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Is that what it is? I don't think so. I think it's because other than listening to like gym workout music, it's like Uh exclusively massage slash spa music because I stream from my phone while Uh I do services. On people and so my algorithm is just a freaking disaster and, and you know what that's why people make multiple accounts you yeah. got your work account and you got your personal account because then you think so but get then i have to up. pay twice no you just do one for free i guess oh yeah but i don't want that to be my my work one because then i'm gonna get ads for like freaking I don't know, better help or something in the middle of my facial service. You know, as they're helping their body, they got to help their mental as well. And this massage brought to you by better help. Hey, oh my God. Maybe perhaps this world would be better off without you. Well, stop that. It's a wonderful life thinking and start thinking, hey, my life is wonderful. Better help. Wow, (laughs) that was really good. That (laughs) was really good. I'm saying. I'm ready. Sponsor us, please. I'm ready to sell out. God, we are ready to (laughs) sell everything. Now that we've gotten sort of, you know, talked about that, I just want to just want to open uh open the door, leave it ajar real quick, though. No, don't do that. Buddy will speak out. Any brands that want to uh slide on in. 
And uh, just let our DMs know. are wide open. At show, you know, showdependentpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're here. We're ready. I once again, you know, I, I will, I will make shirts. I will put it on my truck. Yeah. This is not to sound desperate, but dear God, I can't go on like this. No, he cannot. He's about to. Break, he's about to break I, I, people. I cannot. I no. cannot keep doing this, but I can't keep doing this podcast there you go, the because podcast. this is a very. A very rare bright light in my life that I look forward to every Jesus time. Christ. Hey, Maybe we do here. need to be sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> it be rough out here. Do you ever schedule with your therapist? Nah, I mean, she doesn't help me with hating my life. She just helps me not be anxious. <laughs> Honey, no. They can help you with that, too. No, no, no. She specializes in just, anxiety. Just because you specialize in something doesn't mean it's exclusively it's what like you're a, interested in. It says anxiety center, like, on the door. I don't think I can be in there and be like, hey, I'm not happy with my job. You can be anxious about your job. I'm not anxious, though. I'm just mad. <laughs> your your anxiety has manifested as anger. It's not anxiety, though. It's inescapable. I don't feel... Yeah, but that's not. You feel that's trapped. Not what anxiety which is a form is. of anxiety. I don't think so. I'm just generally angry, unhappy with my job. <laughs> I'm not anxious. I'm not like, oh no. Uh, what's gonna happen? I'm just, I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna piss me off, and I know I'm gonna be upset by the end of the day. And guess what? 10 out of 10 times I'm right. Wow. That's my problem. But enough about that. We've gone on for longer than I wanted. And this is all just to say, ah, much like the thing we're covering today, I guess in some ways, which we will definitely unpack. Not in entirety, but yeah. You just gotta maybe make a change for yourself, whether you like it or not. We're working towards it. We're getting there, but the podcast is here. Show dependence here. Let's turn this frown upside down. Turn this. Uh, what do what look do people have in their face when they're mad? Uh, a scowl. Turn this scowl into a howl. As we, yeah, you I hated that. I hated of laughter. That. As we go on to talk about, <laughs> I mean, do you have anything else to say before we get on into this? No, absolutely not. Okay, well, whatever. We're going to be talking about a musical. It's called Hamilton. It's a musical that's based on the founding father, Alexander Hamilton. Specifically, you may have heard of him. Yeah, maybe once or twice. Specifically, it's based on a book that's like a biography of Alexander Hamilton. Uh, but this time, guess what? Instead of reading sentences on pages, we're rapping bars. Sir. And it's 2015 when it first came out. Went on a long run. Uh, it concluded its like Broadway run, I think, in like 2023. I think last wow. year, 2022. Went on for a while. COVID got in the you know got in the uh, way of things. Sorry, but it was there. We were able yeah. to see it live ourselves, not on Broadway, not not in off New York, Broadway, but you know, way off Broadway on like, the tour. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's a musical. Obviously, it's sing songs. If you don't like musicals uh, and you've given them a chance and they're not for you, well, hey, you know, whatever. But sorry that you're wrong. Sorry you don't enjoy having fun. Yeah. Sorry you can't experience human emotion through one of the most pure, beautiful forms that man has created. Experience a little Period. fucking whimsy in your life. Yeah. You know what's wild? What? And I don't think I've ever Flash met mobs? a person like this. That's, yes, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I, okay. Is that people who claim to not like music, period? 
I've never met that person. I never want I've to meet met that that person. before, but like I've seen it. Like I want to say I've seen it on TV shows and all that. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand. There's not Yeah. one form of music you like. That is just Like, to say, I don't know. music just it, it brings people alive. It makes you feel something. It makes you feel human. And if it doesn't, you may be a sociopath. Who knows? Exactly. So let's get into Alexander Hamilton. Via the musical Hamilton and start off where it all began for us with our meet cute. It's a meet cute baby. It's how we met this thing. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. Are you good? Eliza. Oh, God. Lynn, is that you? No, I can't. I can't go on from that. Eliza. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not an impressionist. I don't, I don't do good impressions. That's the impression that I get. Oh. We're just doing a ska episode. It's like you thought we were doing Hamilton. It's actually ska. Wow. Okay. That and Um. also the fucking all the crazy things you do, America. America, <laughs> the fact that that's a skull this song. is you. Yeah. Okay. So COVID. It was a thing. It was a bad thing. It's still a thing. Still is. Still is. My mom actually just texted me. Uh-oh. And she was like, by the way, you can order more tests from the government again in Oh, really? case you want more. And I was like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we Love only it. still have, like, 50 of them. I know. It's insane. Obviously, now that we have things that will help us not die from it, Yay. it's still very much dangerous. We still Oh, yeah. don't know what long COVID, like, why people get this, why it affects them so much. You never really know until you get it how it's going to affect you. And we don't know the long-term uh, detriments of getting COVID yet. Because it's only been, what, a couple years? Four at most from 2020? Uh, so we'll find out in about, like, 10, 15 what's really going on here. And uh, everyone will reap what we've all individually sown. Yep. However, you know what wasn't a bad thing? What? This musical. <laughs> yeah, because this... It was a very unique situation. COVID definitely was Didn't itself. we watch it on the 4th of July? I mean, we watched it when it came out, which I think was on the 4th of July, because Makes Disney sense. was trying to do some branding. But, you know, this is something that, for all intents and purposes, as you were saying yesterday when we were outlining with Bud, Thank you, buddy. is that we probably would not have been able to be No. able to watch this. I mean, not probably. We definitely would not have been able to watch this. like, version, this cast No. of this musical, had it not been for the pandemic? Yeah. Because Hamilton was big, it was going everywhere, and Disney, during COVID, decided, let's film it, let's put it on Disney+, Plus for the world to see. So it came out on July 4th. We, uh, we didn't have much to look forward to back then. We were definitely just heavy quarantine, you know, pretty much only seeing each other. And then I think at the time I wasn't even going to work. I was like all remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you unfortunately still had to. That's a whole other thing. But, you know, That fuck. was fortunate, though. I didn't lose my job, so I I'm mean, not that's going to complain. the, you know, sure, sure, sure. But I mean, it would have been nice if you just got paid and got to stay home. Yeah. But, you know, we, we had 
not a lot to look forward to until we saw that this was dropping. We were like, damn, we like musicals. This should be dope. So we sort of ramped up to it. Mm-hmm. We ordered sushi from our favorite local sushi place. Sushi, sushi, sushi. And we said, we're going to do our Alexander Ham Mealton. Perfect. Sushi and a Broadway mm-hmm. musical. Amazing. And man, in your in your bedroom. In a bedroom. And it was just I think it was a it was an amazing experience. It was it a really unique, was amazing experience. Every time I hear this music, I want sushi. Mm. I've I've conditioned <laughs> myself. Yeah. Now it's just like a Pavlovian response, like mm. mm-hmm. tuna roll. <laughs> <laughs> tuna roll yeah okay yeah i don't know i'm, I'm gonna ask you a question yeah please i'm, do. I'm gonna ask the audience a question oh, as well okay some in some ways do you miss covid oh god um the pandemic i guess i should say not having covid yeah Quarantine, having guess, covid was more specific. um i feel like in some ways i do I miss people just being generally like cleaner. Yeah, yeah. People are getting gross again. We're getting back there. Like I have a, I have a coworker. Uh-oh. I would guess that she's in like Gen X. Maybe oh, that's being she, generous. She doesn't care at all to begin no, with. No, no. But she like actively like sneezes in her hands. Oh, and, like, doesn't wash her like hands the, after. Like that fucking grimy kid from Hey Arnold. Yeah. Fucking. Yep. Hey, Fucking wheezing. She's just disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. The, the reason I asked is just because it, it's just a unique time where yeah. it felt like we really. It felt like time had like stopped. It stopped. We looked forward to very little. I things. do miss playing Animal Crossing right? an excessive amount of time. And it was a, and it was like the perfect time to do it. I I was running every day. Yeah. I was like I was in great shape. I would run for like an hour. I'm in shape now. That shape is just round. Okay, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's some aspects. And really like to not go into work. I'm just going to bring that right around to the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're no, look back. at that. <laughs> look at that. We're, we're talking again about how much Eddie is unhappy. I don't want people to die and all that stuff. But right about now, oh, if I could just not go to work, a little quarantine for the last couple months, man, mm-hmm. that'd be nice. But then it would just start the same horrible pattern that we have going That's again. That's fine. Maybe by the time it comes back around, I'll be uh, done with this. Oh, I thought you were going to say dead. And I was like, Jesus nah, Christ. No, nah, no, nah. I mean, in 100 years, you know, we had the Spanish flu. Now we got the Kobe's. Now, you know, what's coming up next? I don't know. But, like, but like, you know, again, I'm digressing. This musical hit. It banged super hard. I went on to... Listen to this nonstop. Aha. Uh-huh. Nice. That's nice. the song. Very good. There we very go. Good. We got it. That, that was a very good pun, dear. Thank you. Uh-huh. Listen to this album literally nonstop. I listen to it every single day. I listen to my favorite songs every single day. For the better half of that year, I want to say it yeah. wasn't until like Late December, January of the next year. Uh, this was a, when did we watch it? It was 2020, right? July, That's when it all, yeah, yeah. It was pretty much not until like 2021 when I finally, like, you know, stopped listening to it all the time. So I 120% was obsessed with this. I could not get enough of it. I fucking loved 
listening to it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm the type of person who could do that. I loved yes. it. Never got tired of it until it just naturally faded uh, away into the background. But I still love it. When we rewatched it for this, I was back in it. And I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. This your Fire. Fire. Mm -hmm. Well, do you want to get to know it a little bit better? Talk let's, about its let's merits. Let's do it. Talk about why we're talking about it today. Why mm -hmm. did it hit for us? Why did it hit for me? And uh, we'll do all that in our next... Uh... It's called Getting to Know Each Other. <laughs> Beautiful. Did you forget the word section? I just didn't know if I wanted to call it a section. What do we want to call it? Segment? Let's figure it out right here. Segment? Yeah, that's better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, getting you're on to, stage. I'm trying. And scene. Getting to know each other. I want to be in the room where it happens, the room where it happens. I... We do a lot of that in this musical. The oh, my God. Yeah, we do. Almost every single song ends with a. Hey, we've got a, we've got a little. Uh, what are these called? God, I'm so bad at this stuff. I don't know what things are called. <laughs> That's just a general general statement. <laughs> I don't know what things. And that's are why called. you're dating an English major. Exactly. What are you so talking about? What are these called? I put them in bold. Sections. Sections. I was gonna say subheadings. Is that way off? No, that's not wrong. If the heading is getting to know each other, then these things would be subheadings. Okay. Well, we've got one for that. Perfect. We'll look at there in a second. First thing must be ah. said. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. This is sort of like, you know, when I, I, I flash back to our Prince of Egypt. Blah, blah, blah. I flash back to our Prince of Egypt episode and uh, sort of with me asking you, how do you rectify yeah. uh, not being religious, not liking religion, having a very bad experience with religion and actively hating it with loving a musical that's about like religion and Love all it. that and uh similar thing happens here i think yeah or at least i've never really felt it because of what i'm about to describe what we're Perfect. about to describe Perfect. but yep. i've definitely seen and heard a lot of it on the internet day-to-day -day life um is the fact that hey this is a story glorifying the founding fathers yeah. I'll put that in air quotes. Uh, making Alexander Hamilton and the Founding Fathers feel like gods. They're amazing. They can do no wrong. Uh, love America. Very patriotic. All this stuff. And uh, Eddie, you don't like America. You don't like mm -hmm. <laughs> most of what America stands for. You're actively uh, actually against it. Hate it. All that stuff. Yeah. How can you like this? My answer to that is this. Bangers. First of all, absolute <laughs> fucking bars. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I got a prescription for bars and Hamilton is the script. Valid enough. Yeah. Number two. Honestly, when I look at this, like, yeah, they have the names of the founding fathers. To me, none of what I see has anything to do with those pieces. With history? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I get that, like, that's what it's about it's like the framework right like, yeah it's the bones mm -hmm. 
But, you know, then we put up the plaster, we put up the walls and cover it all up. And the house is really the things we put in it, not yeah. the bones that hold it up. Yeah. Like Hamilton, to me, I look at it and I don't see, wow, that's Alexander Hamilton, the founding father. I see that's Lin-Manuel Miranda playing mm -hmm. a character called Hamilton. He just so happens to be based on the founding father. Yeah. But to me, this ain't even close to the guy. No, 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 no. And it's no. just like, in my head, this is pure fiction. Also, these people are like 20. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fun. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that a bunch of young people, obviously very problematic people in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but pretty freaking cool that a group of people just got together, you know, started, quote unquote, started a new country. I mean, yeah. And, it, and that, you know. The thing about it is the Founding Fathers pieces of shit. I get that. We all understand that. We all know that. At least if you have a brain, we all know that. Yeah. Doesn't really take away from the fact that they did do something historically significant. Yeah. And much like most people, they did do a couple things kind of well, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will just say, we'll probably get to it later. It's a good thing George Washington decided not to become a tyrant. Yeah, and, <laughs> and a monarch. Yeah. And a pretty crazy thing that they talk about in this via song that, uh, oh, he's giving up power. I didn't know he could do that. Hilarious. Pretty good stuff. I'm going to do one quick tangent. There's an Assassin's Creed 3 game. Uh, oh it has God. to do with uh, the founding of America. You play mm -hmm. a Native American slash British guy who becomes an assassin. I'm giving more information than you need. The point being <laughs> that you are right there in the founding of the nation. And as Assassin's Creed goes, you uh, take part in it. So you battle alongside all these people. Uh, there was a DLC called The Tyranny of King Washington, oh, which was boy. an alternate reality where Washington never gives up power and becomes a tyrant. And, you know, a monarch, hella evil king. And I was always like, wow, what if scenarios are pretty fun? Mm -hmm. so i mean i'll just say that in the grand yeah. scheme of things real good decision from this guy yeah. we're we're making our steps backwards but most as we speak in america yeah. but oh 100 <laughs> percent. but for the most some, part some good choices were we made want, we want to condemn the very bad things that these people did oh absolutely obviously. and you know majorly slavery that's a huge oh, one well for sure and yeah. there's little things, there's the little nods. If we remember, we can talk about that here. Because there is some character work, behind-the-scenes stuff that some of these actors did uh, to show that. Yeah. But I want to say one more thing, and then I'd love for you to explain. Because you, you explained this very well when we yes. were doing the outline. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. That is mm -hmm. what I was thinking. I couldn't figure out how to do it. Because once again, you know, I don't know what things are. I Perfect. don't know how to say things. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... To be honest, when I look at this, I get that it's about Alexander Hamilton. To me, it's just more about the themes. It's yeah. more about what the songs sing about. Mm -hmm. I get that they reference the founding of this nation. In my head, it's the founding of a fictional nation. There we go. It's the founding of a romanticized America where things actually went well. Yes. And people had beliefs. And cared about other people. Yeah. And wanted to make things better. Yeah. Instead of the harsh reality of people don't care about each other. 
we're starting to care about our fellow man less and less every year. Mm -hmm. And especially in America, we are, in my mind, actively going against the ideals that these founding fathers set us up with. Yes. So when I listen to the songs, just know this is a made-up person in my head. Yes, yes. Who is ambitious, who is going for what they want, who is trying to do good. And I'm not actively thinking about founding fathers. I'm just thinking about, wow, this is a nice song. Look at Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> coming out of the Caribbean and doing his uh-huh. best. Is that Davi Diggs? Is that Leslie Odom Jr.? Damn. They're These slaying. Men can sing. Slaying. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to say when we were outlining that this is a very similar vein because initially we were going to do O yes. and cover that because Eddie, if there's one thing Eddie loves, it's a Shakespearean retelling. Absolutely. Specifically, a modernization. Oh, sure. Loves that you. He he loves that shit. And so this is kind of like I the do. same kind of mechanic that's happening mm-hmm. with Alexander Hamilton's story and the modernization through music. Mm-hmm. So we get, you know, the story, but it gets revamped with you know an infusion of people of color. Mm-hmm. and hip-hop and all sorts of like different musical elements so pretty cool i'm excited to explore that and how these songs work to humanize mm-hmm. these people yeah. that you know these historical figures right but also make them digestible and attractive to a modern audience yeah and i think it also makes me think the fact that this was made by Lynn Man- Lynn Manuel Miranda and a bunch of different people of color. Yeah. It also is just making these people and giving them ideals that we are just putting upon them mm-hmm. that we didn't actually know whether they felt this way or not. Like obviously yeah. we have the ideas because of their actions. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it really humanizes them. Like showing them falling in love, having children, wanting to do better for their children. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, really serves to make them feel more human when, in fact, we don't really know if they had this level of like love and Mm -hmm. trust and ambition and all these things for themselves and others. We just sort of put it on them. So it's just, I think, another step further into fiction. Mm hmm. Another thing serving my point of the fact that I just love these songs. Oh, so this, <laughs> it's a musical, people. And that brings us to the next one, because this is not only a musical, but it is a musical-ass musical. Beautiful. Tell, tell us what you mean by that. What do you mean? What I mean by that is, watching this musical, it was the first live musical professionally that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've seen uh, Phantom. We saw that, but that was the theatrical version. Yeah. You know, Les Mis, theatrical. Uh, I had seen musicals with you at our local high school mm-hmm. um, because of your family, your younger brother's yeah. brother. Bro- um, both brothers were involved in theater. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
not on the stage, but behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, performing, but I get what you're saying. But this being the first, like, I see them on stage, and yeah, it's through a TV, but it was still like them on stage, fully yeah. showing the musical and all that. I was like, damn, this is really what musicals are all about, huh? Mm-hmm. We've got like all the things that in my mind, again, having gone through my life not knowing musicals, but being aware of them. Yeah. And seeing like the tropes, the jokes, the cliches in like modern media. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like TV shows and movies make fun of musicals constantly. Musicals are something that I think is definitely still misunderstood by a lot of people. Yeah. Not given a chance and made fun of in, in a lot of ways. Oh, it's yeah. a lot like another thing we love, I love, that is professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of parallels. I think we've talked about this before. but You mean sports theater? Mm-hmm. There you are. But to me, it's everything I want in a musical. Mm-hmm. That's why, to me, it's a musical-ass musical. Like you said earlier, at the end of the songs, they almost always do a little... Burnt. I love There's it. one last sting. Song's over. Burnt. Oh, that one's done. As a cue to the audience to like, yes, you let's clap, clap it up, now. baby. Clap. This is your chance to clap until the music comes back on. And then, shh. And then shut your mouth. We've got the motifs. Mm-hmm. Not just in what characters say, but in the composition of the music. That is what musicals do. And lyrics. Yep. I mean, they do, but not Not always. Like it's this. not an exclusive <laughs> yeah. rule. But to me, yeah. like, the characters have themes. Yes. You know, they have music that Again, plays pulling them. back into professional, professional wrestling. wrestling. We've got layering of voices, lines, vocals, and many songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the choreography, where everyone is constantly doing something that is important. Like, mm-hmm. you can watch the background characters and see stories being told with them. Love it. Love it. And I think... This this culminates in a song that we will definitely talk about because after this we're going to talk about the songs. But at the end of Act One, there's a song called "Nonstop," which is like mm-hmm. everything building up to the point where Hamilton finally gets the thing that he's been wanting the whole first act. Mm-hmm. And just what they do with the music and the lyrics and everything, it all culminating and coming together. I was like, wow. Yeah. If all musicals are like this. <laughs> like I'm gonna love every single one of them mm-hmm. and then through watching other musicals I found out wait a minute not all musicals do these things no. <laughs> and I was a little bit disappointed like oh I thought this was like a common theme no in composition and all that I think it just speaks to the fact that I I, I really do appreciate Lin-Manuel Miranda and I know I'm doing a lot of talking and this is my last point here then I'm gonna let you do a lot of talking again I know Lin-Manuel Lin-Manuel Miranda, I can't say his name correctly multiple times. I think he's kind of a joke to a lot of people. A lot of people don't like him. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I'm a fucking sucker for this man's like music composition, lyrical composition. I think I pretty much liked everything that he's made. Because I just think this man is truly talented. And whatever he's doing, he's doing right by me. Because... I just like the way he makes music and I like the lyrics he writes. And I think he has great word choice and he's made a ton of songs that have made me cry and weep mm-hmm. with joy, sadness, all the range of emotions. Yep. I, I got to give it up to him personally. Beautiful. Well, there you go. You ready? 
And we're ready for what? Act one. Oh, sure. Excuse me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? <laughs> uh, you mean Aaron Burr, hater of the year, the decade, the century? Yes. God, he is so salty. But he I love is. it. is. But we gotta, we're gonna kind of go sequentially. We're gonna skip a lot of songs because this musical is like all it's songs like, all the time. Yeah, it was wild. Looking at it on Spotify, it's, it's rivaling like 50 songs Les Mis. Total. Yeah. Yeah. Because Les Mis, the, with the exception of very few things, is all singing. And you know what? That's another thing. Mm. Is That's a trope where everything's singing. But not all musicals are all songs. No, there are very talky musicals, and then there uh-huh. are musicals that are singing. The whole and this time. this one's essentially all singing. It's There's very small moments, singing. and even the moments where they're kind of talking, it's like talk singing. Yeah, yeah. But we start off with a banger of a song. Can, mm-hmm. you, can you tell us about it? it? It's just called Alexander Hamilton, right? <laughs> it is perfect. We Titular. already. If we were playing the game that Eddie and I play, we would have turned it off immediately. When, <laughs> when you game? when you say the title of the thing you're watching, I know that you... makes me want to make another podcast mm-hmm. with that idea. Maybe we'll make a pilot. Maybe one one day, but we get the whole like background. It's sung a lot in like solo forms, mm-hmm. so it's a bunch of people talking about Alexander Hamilton. And then he's like, then they ask, what's your name? And he's like, Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then it's beautiful. Um, but then he comes to New York after fleeing the Caribbean. And, yeah, he's uh, an great. immigrant. Yeah, they lay out the whole, it, another very like Greek thing that they do is like they kind of lay out the whole story for us mm-hmm. in the beginning. It's kind of like a Greek choir. Oh, yeah. And then we get to kind of unravel the whole thing with the me, I fought for him. Oh, yeah. Me, I... What? Died for him. Died for him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. What? It's a pretty banger way to open up. Because if you know nothing about it... I didn't. You're just like... The fuck did this man just say? I'm sorry, he's gonna shoot him? Hey, what? yo. Someone's gonna, this man's gonna die? And this is the man who did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great It's a great introduction. Uh, you wrote down the note, 110% agree. Mm-hmm. Especially Act 1. And I'll be honest right off the jump, Act 2, uh, as with most musicals, Woo! first of all, Big the, sad. Sad, the sad comes in. No, not the, the sad. The common theme. But also, I feel like a few of the songs in Act Two don't bang as hard as, as hard. they could. Yeah, this is it's just a few spots. Yeah, well, it's just hard because it's like because of the way the musical is set up. Like we're following the lifetime of this man. Sure, sure. Right. So naturally, I feel like humans are more like active during their youth. Oh yeah. So and as they, and Alexander getting active. Oh my god, ew. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, oh my god, ew. Because um, so many of them. Patriotism? Just, just the, no, the STDs. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about the fact that they were fighting a war. Oh. Okay. A pretty active <laughs> activity. Yeah. 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 
Um, but you know, as people age, they tend to slow down. Oh, sure. So, so I feel like the musical does lose a little bit of its pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's just kind of how life is, right? That's how it works. And for some reason, the musicals, that's how musicals work. Act two, get sad. Act two, slow it down, get sad. You either achieve your goal or you don't. Uh-huh. Oof. Okay. But Oh man. But we should we should probably get into these songs. We gotta get going. Because we, we could cook. talk. We could talk. I could talk for hours about these songs. But we're oh, gonna yeah. try and get through these. Without being too long-winded. Mm-hmm. There's... I mean, Act 1 is all bangers, but... Two songs that we have to talk about right here, back-to-back, are Helpless slash mm-hmm. Satisfied, which mm-hmm. are also played back-to-back. Helpless it's, is a song... Oh, It's really cool, because it's, like, two really strong oh, oh, yeah. female, like, ballads-ish. Mm-hmm. You could call... Helpless is a ballad. Satisfied is not. But... <laughs> It has moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. We oh, get, absolutely. We get Eliza, Eliza. Falling, <laughs> falling in love with Hamilton. Hamilton, and then we get to see the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Angelica, Eliza's sister, Angelica, who is also in love with Hamilton. Yeah, it was something. But chooses let, not to. Let me say, let me do helpless. You can do satisfied here. Okay, because helpless to me. I I absolutely adore this song. And I adore it because of the how sweet its nature is. Eddie's as, a romantic. As we've said many, 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 many times. I'm a fucking romantic. 110% through and through. How many times is he going to use percentages over 100 this episode? Um, Who knows? Oh, God, I don't know. Probably but, too many. Oh, man. just I think the structure of this is so cute. Mm-hmm. Because it's called Helpless. Because Eliza's talking about how when she saw Alexander Hamilton, she was helpless to, like, not love him. Helpless Mm -hmm. to not feel things. She just, like, could not help but love this man. She fell for him instantly. And it's just an amazing, like, it talks about their meet cute. When she, like, sees him for the first time, she looks at him. Suddenly she's helpless. She constantly talks about, like, look at his eyes and all that stuff. And it all builds to... um, Angelica introducing them in a great way. He says, if it takes a war for us to meet, it will have been worth it. Great line. Good for him. Mm-hmm. He's, they quickly he's got fall in a love. bit of a riz god, as oh, the yeah. kids would say. He, he rizzed Eliza up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Alex. Alexander Rizzleton. Damn, there you go. See, I was going to say Alex Rizzler, and that was stupid. So, <laughs> well, that's why one of us is an English major. There you go. That's and why I got a degree, baby. Can't use words well. Ah, uh, but you're cute. But I think, you know, this all builds. It builds to the fact that they, they essentially get married super quick. Yeah. My favorite part of the song comes at the end. For one, I love Alexander Hamilton's rap in it because it just talks about how his life sucked and until he met eliza and now he just wants to do everything better and be better for her and my favorite part about all this at the end is just the little things that they put because mm-hmm. obviously um eliza's just fucking singing i but, do i do i do <laughs> uh-huh but i love the part where and it's just like a background thing it's not the main vocal at the time but I love the part where Hamilton says, my life is going fine because Eliza's in it. 
Which mm-hmm. I just think is sweet as fuck. Like, that just kills me because he's just like, eh, eh, my life could be bad, but as long as I have Eliza, it's all good. Mm-hmm. And they build towards the wedding. They play the little wedding hymn. And then she ends with, the, like, just a beautiful one last little helpless. Mm-hmm. And they kiss. We get the burnt. And, and then, I got, and I, you know, I was watching it last time and I had fucking yeah. tears in my eyes because I was like, God, I fucking love when people fall in love. This is cute as <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that's so, so sweet. Oh, I love it because I'm just like, oh, they're in love. This is beautiful. What more could you want? <laughs> but and then, then we get immediately thrown into just like heart wrenching, unrequited love territory. Man, the lights get dark, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm is like, <laughs> what? I thought we were having a toast. Uh huh. And then turns out we're having like a PTSD flashback. Oh man, what a oh, moment! Oh my god, it's so what fucking a good. It's so jarring. The way it's the, directed. The first time you see it, you're like, what the hell is mm-hmm. happening? I Rewind. remember when we, when we watched it, I was mm-hmm. like, what? What is happening? Mm-hmm. The tone completely changes. The actors move in reverse. Oh. And then we're just back to the first night they met. Mm-hmm. But it's now from Angelica's perspective. Mm-hmm. And oh, God, is it sad. Oh. It's so she, sad. She's also in love with Alex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Alex because I oh, know wow. him like that. Yeah, you know, um, you're close. But she decides that she can't tell her sister how she feels because she knows that her sister is so selfless that mm-hmm. she would let her have Alexander. Uh-huh. But... um she can't do that to her sister. And right. she's the firstborn. So, so she needs like, money and this man's a poor. Job. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. But oh my God. Oh, the like, it makes your like tummy flip. It like mm-hmm. makes you feel sick. It's just right. so sad and upsetting. Uh-huh. And then we get to get, like go through all that with her perspective. And then the song ends with her continuing to like toast their happiness. Mm-hmm. A toast to and the groom. Then, and then she, the whole song she's talking about, he will never be satisfied, but she also won't be. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking sad as hell. Oh, I'm requited love it, her. Because the exact opposite. I fucking love when people fall in love, and I fucking hate unrequited love. Oh, I, think I, I think I've mentioned this before. But I think there are very few things in this world, you know, emotion relationship wise that I hate more than unrequited love. It makes me so fucking sad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I I am an empath, you know, and I say that as a joke, but I also really do feel like you are way too empathetic. I just think about someone like giving up the love of their life or the person not knowing yeah. You know, and it just like fills my heart with so much fucking sorrow. sadness and yeah. sorrow. And like, I feel so bad for the people to be like, oh, can you imagine having someone you love so much, but you don't get that back? Mm-hmm. And just be like, how how could you go on? Or, you know, or how could they? I don't know. There's so many different ways that love yeah. could be unrequited. But it's just like, I because I love when people fall in love and I want everyone to feel love mm-hmm. and feel like they found their other half. And to not be able to find your other half or know you have your other half in your mind, but they're not there. It's just, ah, it's so rough. Yeah, very painful. 
I don't know. It's great. And like you said, what a moment. The direction of this, because they were able to edit things together and stuff. Like you wouldn't see the aerial view mm-hmm. from stage. Yeah. But it just hits you like, what the fuck? What is happening? Mm-hmm. And everything, like you said, when they're going backwards, I was like, God, the choreography is so mm-hmm. good. Because they do everything, the whole wedding again. But yeah. like faster and in the background <clears throat> that they yeah. just didn't help us. It's crazy. I don't know. We've already, I mean, this is going to be a long episode. We might need to split it into two parts. You think so? I uh, mean, we, at the rate <laughs> we're going. Because right. we're about to do another banger, which is wait for I it. I know. I guess we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like there are only two or three songs that I could see kind of being on in the mainstream right like being mm-hmm. being able to be heard on the radio like wait for it is just like so good and i love leslie odom jr's voice mm-hmm. this is like our first real peek into his like psyche yeah. aaron burr's psyche and like the journey he's on oh for sure and his reasoning behind the things that he does yeah and it's so sad because <laughs> it's like, and I think that this song made both of us cry the first time we watched it mm-hmm. because it was um, Eddie and I hadn't moved in together yet because mm-hmm. we were just kind of waiting for things to line up and like oh, sure. financials, all that. We were waiting for the right time. And so, Uh like, this song, I think, particularly hit us because it felt like we had been waiting forever. Mm -hmm. So, um, but this whole song is about how he is, you know, the reason he's so careful in everything he does is because Mm -hmm. he knows how important everything he does is because he's doing it not only for himself, but for the legacy he's carrying from his parents. Oh, yeah. And, um like at this point we don't have a child in the picture but he's also like yeah um you know he's got a woman that he wants to be with he yeah. has to wait for that mm-hmm. you know i think it uh he's a home wrecker <laughs> he is but also the, but he the, was a british the soldier, british were wrecking whatever. their homes there yeah, that's know. fair whatever uh yeah this song for one, at face value, it is an insane performance. Leslie Odom Jr., as you said, immaculate voice. The man sings it. This has so many moments. When it builds up to, you know, he kind of says everything a little bit quiet, sings it a little quiet, until they hit, like, a real big, like, wait the for first, it. Yeah. And everything just goes up. Mm-hmm. And it gets really into it and all that, and it just hits you like a truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, for me, this song, I, I just resonate with it. I'm sort of breaking it down into what it is, what he's talking about. And you wrote down the order of things. As he often says, well, he repeats that love doesn't discriminate, death doesn't discriminate, Hamilton doesn't hesitate, and life doesn't discriminate. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of talks about how, you know, the person he is is standing in all of these things. We don't really have control over these things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, love hits you when you least expect it, as people say. Death comes for everyone. He talks about Hamilton, his fucking rival, and how Hamilton is always going for it. And he's always like, he doesn't hesitate to do or go after what he wants. 
And then finally, the whole culmination of like, well, the life you're given is just by chance. You know, there's mm-hmm. no discrimination. No one's handed a better hand, you know, given a better, uh, what is it? Yeah. Given yeah. a better hand than anyone else. It's just kind of like the life that you make for it. At least that's what he says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just feel like in a lot of ways, these things resonate with me. And I almost feel like I am a lot like the Aaron Burr in this yeah. musical. Because I feel like oftentimes in my life, I have been the person to wait for things to happen and wait mm-hmm. for things to fall into place. And luckily, thus far, I think it has worked out very well for me. Much like mm-hmm. Aaron Burr, things were working for him, you know. As I think long about... as you don't challenge anybody to a duel, <laughs> I think you're going to be great, honey. Yeah, but it's just like, I don't know, it, it did make me sort of feel like at what point, much like Aaron Burr, do I need to actively do the things that I want mm-hmm. and not continue to wait for the perfect moment or wait for things to fall into my lap? Mm-hmm. Because it's a hard balance between like, well, I could try this now or I could wait and see if things fall into place. Yeah. And like I said, thus far in my life, like I think many things have fallen into place because I've waited. Mm-hmm. Like the job I have, I don't think I would have gotten if I like tried to do things earlier. Mm -hmm. i'm just someone who thus far in my life things have just sort of fallen into place for me Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason certain people take a liking to me like managers supervisors whatever Mm -hmm. and they sort of have like ushered me on to like the next part of my life yeah like the next step in my career or whatever like that so i think a lot of this i resonate with like i found love with you <laughs> because no, i stayed because stop. i stayed in that job <laughs> you gotta and obviously save it. you know the whole death part will eventually come into our lives everyone's mm-hmm. lives i obviously dread that yeah um i feel like when i look at other people much like hamilton i feel like other people have actively gone after the things they've wanted wanted mm-hmm. and in some ways i haven't yeah um i feel like a whole part of why i've started doing things now that i want to do is because of this i feel like if i don't do it now i'm never going to do it mm-hmm. i'm forever going to be waiting and that brings me to the last point where like life doesn't discriminate like i yeah i mean i truly believe obviously certain people are dealt a better hand when they're born my voice just cracked certain, very people, badly. Are, certain <laughs> people are are dealt a better hand when they're born you know you're born rich born with money Mm. It's kind of hard to say that that's not going to help you in a capitalistic society. Yeah. But, you know, for us common folk, I guess life can be what you make it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just watching this and thinking about my life and the choices I've made and all that stuff and listening to the song just makes me feel like, oh, man, you know, like I, I can see what this man's feeling. Mm-hmm. I feel the way he's felt many, many times in my life. And the way he sings it is just so... Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, because it's like he captures the the like very specific emotion of like understanding. It's like he because he says the, the line is, I'm not standing still. I'm lying in wait. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's waiting for the perfect moment to attack. Like he has his yeah. finger on the trigger. He's just right, not pulling right. it yet. And that's um, a good. Yeah, it's a good. That's definitely a line that stuck with me. Because mm-hmm. again, to peel back the layers, become more, to give the audience more of my own personal things and all more that. More things that should be discussed in therapy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
I have felt many points in my life where my family has felt like I am wasting time Mm -hmm. doing things yeah and they want me to act but I'm like just like Aaron Burr I'm I'm not doing nothing I'm just waiting for the right time to do something Mm -hmm. so I think that's just another layer of like other people don't know what you're doing they don't know my intentions you know, just mm-hmm. because other people perceive that I'm not doing something doesn't mean that I'm actually trying or I'm not actually trying to better myself in my situation. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like, it's just, this song just hits a lot of personal points with me to make me feel like, wow, this man gets what I get. He mm-hmm. feels what I feel. And like you said, the way he sings it, everything quiet at first and then crescendoing up and doing this like grandiose like Mm -hmm. huge like yelling at the world the universe he's doing what he's doing doing what he feels right and then at the end they hit us with the little whisper of wait for it Mm -hmm. it just goes again and again until it fades out because he's like i'm still gonna wait i'm still gonna do what i'm doing i just think it's beautifully done beautifully crafted and it it hits me what's the lyric we rise and we fall. Mm-hmm. And if there's a reason that I'm still alive when any, everyone around me has died, I'm willing mm-hmm. to wait for it. Plays and he raises the stakes. And if there's a reason he seems to thrive and so few survived, then goddammit, I'm willing to wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. Life doesn't discriminate. So, I mean, he's still here. He's he's waiting for his purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, if that wasn't hard enough, essentially the next <laughs> like bit that we get, like, sure, yeah. war, blah, 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 whatever, who cares? Disgusting. But <laughs> George Washington, George Washington gets pissed off at Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It's like you're done, you're done. You're, you're doing people here. behind my back. Go home. But. Yeah. Hamilton doesn't know oh, the reason that God. he actually sent him home is because Eliza, his wife, is pregnant with their baby. Pregante. Uh-huh. And uh this ripped my fucking heart out. Oh, and I think my it destroyed God. you even harder. <laughs> what makes because, you say that? Because I remember you like weeping. And I was crying too, but I think it was like particularly and you had talked you had talked to me about Locked. it. But talk, 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 mm. talk. Um, yeah, we're getting personal here. I'll, we are. T- I'll say what I said. This whole part is basically just Eliza saying, you don't have to be excellent. Like, I don't expect you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I just want you here. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for me. And oh, it'll be enough for our child. Beautiful. And we're going to get mm-hmm. through it together. Oh, yeah. This song hit. I'll you never forget. We're when we, well, for one, you know, we were doing our Alexander Hamilton. Oh, yeah, we're seeing sushi, just like, oh, we're this getting is great. Down sushi, banger after banger. And then this song starts, and clearly things are slow, and it's a much different song. And like mm-hmm. you said, she starts talking about how, you know, 
uh, you can come home and be with me and that would be enough and we can be together and that will be enough. And I think at the point near the end when she says like, we don't need legacy, we don't need money, you know, anything like Mm -hmm. that, like just being with you would be enough. I remember like I found myself like, wow, I'm fucking crying. And yeah, I did, and I'm supposed to be eating sushi, and then I turned and looked at you because I was and like, like Is she feeling? And we just locked eyes with tears in our eyes, and we were just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like this, so... I wasn't expecting to feel this. No, not it at just, all. It hits you. We had to pause the movie because yeah, we were such you. a mess. It hits you out of nowhere. I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. This is ruining my sushi meal because now I got tears in my sushi, and it just. Uh, so peel back the walls and uh, give everyone a peek behind the uh, the artist here on Show Dependent. I feel like another personal thing that this musical resonates with me is the fact that uh, I don't want to be nothing. <laughs> um, I've often felt in my life that I want to do something with it which a lot of people, a lot of people feel. But the song sort of hits to the fact that uh, when she says, you know, you don't need a legacy, you know, we don't need all these things that uh, sort of tugs away at me, tugs at my heart and made me feel like, well, okay, as long as you find someone maybe or find one thing that you've done, even if you're not remembered for decades you know, centuries after you're gone, as long as you made some sort of impact with someone or some sort of connection, it would be all right. And all that. Just hearing her say these things, it uh, made me sad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It hurt me because it felt like I was almost being confronted with like thoughts that I've had about myself Mm -hmm. and the things that I want or have wanted and in some ways still want, I mean, to be honest, I still want out of life to, like, do things bigger than what I've done so far and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, to be honest, you know, I don't know, again, things that maybe should be talked about at therapy at some point. Uh-huh. But this is my therapy. <laughs> uh-huh. Musicals are my therapy. I don't know. It's just hard for someone who feels like they failed so many times in life mm-hmm. to find aspects of my life that I think that I've done good at mm-hmm. and just coming from where we were where I was and things are better now but as we spoke about with the whole uh wanting money needing money thing the fact that Lin-Manuel or Hamilton says at one point <laughs> in this song that uh would she be happy essentially being with someone who can't provide for her that obviously made me also feel like that's not someone I want to be. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it with Rocky as well. Yeah. And not even in the whole, like the man has to be the earner thing or anything, but it just sort of made me feel like, uh, I don't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. So there's just, uh, this song is just another thing where somehow Lin-Manuel is, uh, he's speaking to my soul. <laughs> he, he, he personally has followed your journey yeah. And wants to personally attack you. And called me Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So I think just a lot of that, you know, it it, it hits, it hurts. Mm-hmm. But it has, in in many ways, sort of made me confront some of these yeah. feelings, thoughts that I've had about myself. And 
it's nice when she says that just being there is enough. That just being the person that you are is enough. Mm -hmm. And she's fine with him, however he is, because when she saw him, she was helpless and she still is because mm -hmm. he truly is all that she wants. Just back to back songs that just uh, rip you apart. Yep. You know, force me to sort of think about it and try to become a better person and try and do things now that I've wanted to do for a long time. And this podcast is part of that. Hooray. We're going to keep going. But man, does this song make me cry? <laughs> mm -hmm. And this song made me cry because it felt like I was Eliza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I felt like. Because, like, especially during this time, you know, like, when we weren't living together, things are a lot harder. Yeah. Um, I think, personally. Well, they um, I wasn't on medication for my <laughs> for my anxiety. So, uh, that was That's not true. great. Um, but also just, like, feeling like we really didn't have control over our lives. Like, that uh -huh. was really hard. Yeah. Just because we were forced to share so much time with other people instead of, like, making That's our true. relationship a priority but helping each other realize like our worth and the mm. value that we bring to each other's lives mm. and just realizing like you know as long as we're supportive of each other like that's all that matters yeah we don't have to be good enough for other people we can just be mm. good enough for each other yeah you're right gorgeous <laughs> Are you it's done hard crying? though. It's you, hard though. You need to have better self-worth. Oh, but I haven't been taught that in my youth. I know. You were taught that you were a burden and that you didn't bring anything valuable. How do you think Alexander felt? He was a kid in the Caribbean. Well, if this musical is true, then he felt similar to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta rise above. You can do it. Well, that's where a lot more of this music comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, while I recover, why don't you tell us about Dear Theodosia? Oh, it's so sad. And by sad, I mean beautiful. It's very, it's very bittersweet. So cool thing with Dear Theodosia, we get to see like how Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton are like foils of each other. They both end up having children at like the same time. So we get to see each of them singing to their respective child um, and how they talk about how they're going to like a huge motivating factor of like what they're doing with founding the country is like creating a place where their kids can, you know, grow up and make make it even better when they're older. Right. Which, you know, as somebody who reproduction is becoming a less viable option for a lot of people just due to world circumstances and mm -hmm. especially economical circumstances but um just a very human thing right to oh, yeah. want want to create a better planet a better a, yeah i mean good people anyway want <laughs> to leave a, a place behind uh -huh. that is better than they found it right yeah. And so and that's what we've been told our whole life. Yeah. Well, and it's also just like beautiful. Like I think something that 
is not very well or commonly expressed is mm. like the deep emotional bond that fathers can and should have with their children. Oh yeah. We don't get to see fatherhood like exemplified and like praised in the way that mothers are, you know, mm. like most songs about children are sung from the perspective of mothers, like mm. lullabies, like who's oh, traditionally sure. singing a lullaby, a mom. Uh -huh. But this is like a lullaby that these fathers are singing to their children, which mm -hmm. is just beautiful. Like, I, I love, like, are we going to get into my daddy issues now? <laughs> oh, I mean, no. I already got personal. Um, <laughs> um, But just like, oh, God, tangent. But when we were watching Has Been Hotel the other day, mm -hmm. there's just like a there's a father daughter song in that show and it just kind of like slapped me across the face and I was like, Oh God. <laughs> um, but it's just like loving your child mm -hmm. unconditionally and like deeply. And like, especially how pure that is when, when they are so young and innocent, like a baby, yeah. like just like that innate deep love. Oh yeah. And it's kind of like, inexpressible right like a lot of people say like or parents will claim that you don't really know the bounds of your love until you oh, have sure. a child um because buddy buddy <laughs> but it's just so cool like the harmonies in the song are beautiful oh so good but they just are like bearing their souls mm -hmm. they're little babies and like how yeah. beautiful is that to like talk to them about the hopes that they have and like how they can be such a motivating factor in like pursuing a better future. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Leslie Odom Jr. What a voice, what a performance. Uh, oh, it's, really? Not Lynn? No. It's fun. It's funny. <laughs> Lynn. I love the guy, but he's not the strongest singer. Song. Oh, but that, my I think, son. That, but it that, like works those, emotionally, right? Well, yeah, and the yeah. things he says are like so good. Um, like, yeah, you outshine the morning sun. Pride is not the word I'm looking for. There is so much more inside me now. Mm -hmm. It's like Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's just like you said. And obviously, people out there who actually have children are going to be like, whatever. But this is a way I can equate it to you. We have Buddy now. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, never yeah. had a pet. <laughs> no. The no, love yeah. that I You're have completely new this to this. It's fucking insane. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's pretty crazy. Within, within having like him for like a day, I was 100% like, I cannot be parted from this little boy. Like it, it already Stop! hurts me. I'm no. not crying. I'm getting through it. Hey, I'm not afraid to cry. As a matter of fact, I do it here all the time. I know you. You mostly do it on the. We're podcast. breaking down barriers. <laughs> See, this is my therapy. This is where I go bare my soul. Just like live theater. Here. It's like live theater. I don't know. I like to think I'm doing something good here by showing. Yeah. Me crying all the time. Dudes, you got to let it out. And if you need to talk about musicals to cry, then so be it. But yeah, it's just like the love you can instantly have for someone, something that you've never met before is insane. Mm -hmm. 
So obviously, you know, Buddy is not a human. No, but well, Buddy is our, our buddy. He's our baby. And my God, I understand. So much like more. The, the love you have. There is for so him. much it, more inside it's you just now. It's insane. Yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down, Lin Manuel. So Miranda. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. You know, obviously bringing life into the world, the uh, fruit of your loins, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, yeah. But again, the lyricism is amazing. The performances are amazing. Uh, like you said, I don't think I could say it any better. It's mm-hmm. just wild. Yeah. And that Very leads good. us to the end of Act One. Yes. The culmination. It's called Nonstop. And it's about Alexander Hamilton and about the fact that he works all the time. He's always mm-hmm. working, always doing something. I'm going I'm to do it again and say, again, I feel like this is speaking to me. Um, I oftentimes get this feeling in my head where I want to do more. I want to be doing more. Um, I'm not doing enough. I need to stream more. I need to do more podcasts. I need to create more. I need to uh, like exercise more. I need to go see people more. I need to talk to people more and just more and more and more. Because I do feel like, as I say in this, where they say, why do you write like you're running out of time? Sometimes, often, I just get this out of my head that, like, Christ, I'm running out of time. I don't have Mm -hmm. enough time. There's not enough time to do anything. There's not enough time to do everything that I want. I mean, how many times do you come home from work, like, on the weekends, and the first thing I say is, like, I just feel like I couldn't get everything done. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I couldn't. It's like every weekend. Because yeah. I just have so many things that I want to do that it's hard to find the time. Yeah. So I just resonate with this whole idea. And obviously they're saying that they're saying it both like as an insult and as like an endearing thing that he does. Because I mean they talk about how and I will say this is like a real life just impressive. Like this man fucking wrote so many papers. Mm-hmm. That's just insane to be able to write that much stuff. Yeah, that's that's bonkers. But they keep saying, like, why do you write? Like you're running at a time, like you needed to survive every second you're alive, every second you're alive. And I mean, I I, I just, yeah, I, I feel this way all the time. I just feel like I want to do more. If I could just do more, create more, be better, do better, then I would feel more fulfilled. It doesn't help that obviously my job, it feels like it's taking so much time from me mm-hmm. because this is time that I could be doing things that I actually want to do, intrinsically want to do. Yeah. It's just a trade-off of that's not what brings in the money right now. And Mm -hmm. that's unfortunately the way this world works. On another level, this is just an amazing piece of composition to me. Because we get everybody's theme, if you will. We get everyone in his life like coming into play uh, as we culminate to the end. Now, let me me get here because this song is mostly sung from uh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr's perspective, right? Yeah, a lot. But... It all, I think, it, it really gets going when Hamilton comes to Burr in the middle of the night and says, we need to get the Constitution passed, all that. Burr's waiting. And then Alexander Ham- Hamilton hits him with, uh, you know, for once in your life, take a stand with pride. I don't understand how you stand to the side. And then Burr says, you know, he'll keep all his plans to his chest. Then we hear the wait for it, wait for it in the background. Mm-hmm. And that's where we start to see everything come in. He's waiting. We see um, Eliza coming in and saying her part, you know, that would be enough, helpless. Angelica, she says her part, the satisfied, everything. History has its eyes. 
all of these songs mm-hmm. from the first act it all comes in and this is where like as i mentioned on the podcast with uh lay miss mm-hmm. with hayden i was just like i love when different parts come together oh yeah i love great. when i can hear different voices singing at the same time and they're all saying something different but it's all things that it's like you know all of his memories everything coming back in everything that's built him up to this moment it's like a stream of consciousness yeah it's just everything your culmination of your life thus far and he did he did a very similar thing in encanto with we don't talk about bruno it's like the same thing we get the layering of melodies and speaking about songs that like you said, could make it on the radio. That song made it onto the it radio. It was on the radio for oh, a while. Fucking Disney movie. That's yep. not something that's happened in a long time, if no. ever, from from my memory. Yeah. Like maybe crazy. Tarzan, because that was fucking bangers. Bill Collins. Two worlds, one family. Amazing. But yeah, I just love that at the end, it all builds. And he's like, you know what? Going back to my roots. I'm mm-hmm. not throwing away my shot. Nope. Let's go. Alexander. I have to leave. Alexander. Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive right now. Helpless. They are asking me to leave. Look around. Isn't this enough? He will never be satisfied. He will never be satisfied. Satisfied. History Back one fucking go and I, I just had i just had chills oh yeah i just fucking like, like you say uh what is it it makes your brain go burr makes your brain go burr. this is just a hundred percent just full body chills just <laughs> this this is like musically i love this shit it's so good oh yeah divine 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 all right this is going a little long. I think that we should probably stop it here for this time. Oh, you mean like an um, intermission? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh. It's like the musical. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we'll come back and we're going to wrap it up and wrap up the second half. Talk about our DTR and everything like that. But we'll be right back at you. Okay. When you got skin in the game, you stay in the game. But you don't get a win unless you play in the game. Oh, you get love for it. You get hate for it. You get nothing if you wait for it, wait for it, wait. For it.